in the name of the crucified and risen Christ and on this day in thanksgiving for the people of Ukraine and on this Easter lifting up the people of Maripol. Please be seated. I expect most of you did a few things to get ready for today. Perhaps for some of you, preparation involved Easter baskets or clothes or planning or prepping a meal. Whatever it was, we're glad you made it here. Well, as I got ready for today, I realized I needed some help, your help. Jesus once said, let your yes be no. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Those are today's essential words, that yes and that no. And I need to know that I can count on you. So we're going to start on a positive note. Can I get from all of you a resounding yes? Yes! And now that you're warmed up, I need a heartfelt no. No! Actually, that was a little thin. Could you do that one again? No. That was great, and I'll be getting back to you in a few minutes. But first, to the Easter story. I'm sure you know the gist, but just to recap. After his horrific death, Jesus is placed in a tomb on Friday evening. Early Sunday morning, the women who had followed him throughout his ministry arrive with spices and ointments to finish up the funeral rites. There wasn't time to prepare the body on Friday, and Saturday was out because it was the Sabbath, so Sunday. But when they arrive, the tomb is both open and empty. But suddenly, two men, maybe angels, in dazzling white appear. They have a message to deliver. The first thing they say to these terrified and grief-stricken women is, why do you look for the living among the dead? Then they follow up by reminding the women that Jesus had told them about his suffering, about his death, and even that he would rise again. Their words may seem to us a little harsh. If, like these women, Someone we love has just died. Death feels as real as real gets. Anyone here who added a name to the memorial list for the first time this year knows what I'm talking about. But the angels did not misspeak. Jesus had said all of that about the suffering, about the death, about rising again. He'd said it more than once. The women do remember. And the tomb is empty. I love the next part. They go tell the men, the disciples. The women tell them all they have seen and heard that morning. The empty tomb, the two men, and their announcement that Jesus is risen. It is brushed aside as an idle tale. Hysterical women, the likely diagnosis. Except, except 
Peter goes to the tomb, and he doesn't just go, he runs. He runs. And though the dazzling men are not there, he sees lying on the tomb's floor the linen that had enfolded Jesus' body. What if it were true that Jesus is not dead, but alive? Would it matter? Jesus' life certainly mattered to those he healed, taught, forgave, and fed. Jesus said things during his ministry that were ridiculous on their face, that the meek, the merciful, the hungry, and the peacemakers are blessed. He also told unbelievable stories like the one about a shepherd who would leave 99 sheep just to find the one that was lost. But he matched those words with action. And suddenly they didn't seem so ridiculous or outrageous as he forgave an adulterous woman healed a man blind from birth, dined out with prostitutes, and called some fishermen to be his friends and followers. Jesus said, let your yes be yes. Yes to those who were sick or suffering and thought healing was out of the question. Yes by his actions to those who were lost and thought they'd never be found. Yes to those locked in shame or written off by the right sort of people. Yes, and yes, and yes again. His unwavering yes changed lives. Jesus' life also mattered to those who heard him tell stories about a penitent tax collector who was more righteous than a pious and self-satisfied Pharisee. He mattered to those who were content to leave blind men begging by the side of the road and lepers outside the temple. He mattered to those he named hypocrites because they loved their laws more than the people they were called to serve and protect. Every one of those things he did and said was a clear no. No to the ways of the world that cast people aside. No to those who value their privilege more than their God. No to those who say they love God but happily hate their neighbors. No and no and no again. His unwavering no challenged lives. Given those to whom he said no, it's a wonder his ministry lasted as long as it did. But after three years, they had had enough and thought Jesus needed to hear their no. Like his, it was loud and clear. Unlike his, it was brutal. Arrested, tried, convicted, crucified. No. And that was that. That was that, but only for three days. Because Easter, Jesus' resurrection, is the announcement that God's love won't take no for an answer.
And God's love, it goes all the way down, all the way down to the grave, so we can know that love really is stronger than death. It tells us that all Jesus did, his yes and his no, didn't matter only then, but matters still and now because they were a prelude, a foretaste of what's coming, will come on earth as in heaven, because God's love won't take no for an answer. Peter went home. He and the others, including the women, had some thinking to do, some praying to do. But having been met by unstoppable love, they found their voices and their calling. They learned to say yes, just as Jesus did, and no, just as Jesus did. And like him, their words and actions made earth just a bit more like heaven. We need to find our voices, our calling. It matters for us, and it matters for the world. Today is the day to get started. So let's start with our no. So what do we say to those who say the world is what it is and nothing will ever change? No. What do we say when someone says some people are just irredeemable? No. What do we say to anyone, including ourselves, who may think they are unlovable. No. We say no. And then we need to get on with joining Jesus in healing, feeding, forgiving, welcoming, and loving. But let us say yes too, loudly and proudly and boldly. What do we say to anyone who wonders if their life matters? Yes. What do you say to everyone, even yourself, when you wonder if you will ever again see the beloved person you've lost to death? Yes. What do we say to anyone who wonders if love, compassion, or justice are worth the cost? Yes. Yes, that's what we say. And then join Jesus in creating a more just, a more equitable, more loving, and more compassionate world. The disciples and the women needed a few days to wrap their heads around a future where their yes and their no could mean something, could change everything. So if you need it, take a few days but only a few, because Jesus is waiting for us, and he needs both our yes and our no. Amen.